All right, what's goody gray hoodie, man? It's your boy Leek and your boy Jay, and welcome back to episode three of the Obvious Leak. Hi, um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go, nah, go ahead, bro. Man, it's the NBA season is back. We we got basketball. We got a yeah. lot of we got a lot of games. Surprises got a lot of disappointments. Got a couple injuries here and there. So we just gonna update y'all as we go. You know, my boy, my co-host Lee got the got the schedule, so he gonna run it down and we are gonna break it down for y'all. Yes, you know what I'm yes, sir, yes, sir. If I'm not mistaken, this is our first episode um, that we've recorded since the season has restarted. Yes, it has. Uh, love it. <laughs> it is, and man, there's been some. Man, if they've been surprised looking at these these records and these scores. Yeah, that um it's yeah, yeah, this bubble has not been what um honestly it's not been what I expected in the positive way and I love it. I mean, I can, you know what? I can, I can agree to that. I can agree to that. And I would say that to a certain extent cuz I thought certain players and certain teams would be better, but you know, for them, they have their said reason, which we will get into, you know, later as we go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get so, into it yeah. a bit later. Um, so, we want to first start out um, telling uh, telling you guys our personal top 10 players in the bubble. I saw Comic Howard uh, make a list, and that's what inspired me, honestly. His list was, I don't know, bro. I definitely disagree with a lot of the people on that list, but um, it definitely gave me a good idea on more of a personal giving some people um, the, you know, the respect that they deserve but have not been getting and just the appreciation of what they're bringing to this restart, to this bubble, and giving the fans exactly what we want them on. Oh yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I'ma just you know it's it's gonna get very analytical over here. So I'm gonna <laughs> let my boy Lee have you know Lee can go first, and I'll follow up, um, and then we yeah. you know can talk about it as you know after you know we can see why was why who said why who made it here and who landed here. So yeah, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna give it to you right now. Did you want to start from ten to one, or did you want to do one to ten? Uh, ooh, I mean. We can do one. Oh, that's, mm. let's do one to ten. One Because then you can know at the ten, you know, we can do the honorable mentions and study. Unless you want to do the honorable mentions first, then go from ten to one. What, I mean, let's do, let's go one. To, what you want to do? It don't matter. It one. don't matter, bro. You pick. You let's do one. To, let's do one to ten. Let's do one to ten. Starting with number one, TJ Warren. TJ Warren is the best player in the bubble, if you ask me. This man is averaging forty. He he's only had one game in this bubble that was not thirty plus. And I believe he scored 17 points, if I'm not mistaken. That was just that was his second to most recent game. Today, as we're recording, this man just dropped another 30-something piece on the Lakers. 39. 39, yeah, another 39 against, my, against the yeah, Lakers. 39. And he scored the last seven to seal the game. TJ Warren's been amazing, bro. And uh, it all started with the 53-point game against the 76ers while Ben Simmons was guarding him, who is an all-NBA defender. Um, it obviously showed that he, he he came to play. 
Um, you know, you got a lot. He, he's obviously stepped up in a big way with Oladipo, who has just recently came back. Malcolm Brogdon, who's also just recently came back. Shout out to both of them as well. They've, they've had, they had good games tonight against the Lakers as well. But um, also with no Sabonis. So TJ Warren's taking that role at the four for Sabonis. And look at him. I mean, just look at what he's doing. And they're winning games. Are we going back and forth, yeah, or you just yeah, want to go yeah, back and forth? Uh, well, for me, number one, I got James Harden, and the ah, reason I and the reason I have James Harden because he's averaging thirty four, nine, and eight with three steals a game. And for one, everybody talks about James <laughs> Harden's on ball defense and the the third. James Harden's going down and literally guarding the one through five. Mm. He's literally been guarding the one through five, and Believe this or not, he has the highest. He he's the it it said and look and instead look he's the best low block defender and probably the best scorer. So when you have the best scorer and probably the best low block defender playing, I know it's already it's early, of course. I don't expect him to keep this up, but the fact he's doing that and averaging almost three steals and a block a game with the almost thirty point triple double. Without having a center, don't get me wrong. TJ One is doing his thing at the four and everything, but <laughs> man, it, it's it's just like don't get me wrong. He's averaging four. He's just playing phenomenal. He's playing great. Yes, yes. But it's just like Harden kind of looks like he wants that another MVP right now. So it's 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 yeah. That's the, the numbers Harden is putting up on both sides of the ball, which is it's always been a big thing for me. If you can do it on both sides of the ball consistently. And and about who they played, he's had to guard Porzingis. He's had to guard Giannis. He honestly, if you watch the game, you could anybody could test me. That last minute, that last one minute thirty, he put he he said Giannis couldn't do nothing with him because people forget Harden is a big body. Like that's that famous spin move he was doing. He had two three steals <laughs> off that off Giannis right there. So not only did he close the game on the offensive end, he took the responsibility of guarding the best player on the defensive end. So that right there made me like, yeah, he's the best player in the bubble to me. I feel that. I can respect that. Because um, I'm going to go over my number two. My number two, James Harden. So I, so, that- so I definitely, everything you said was spot on. You know, um, he's definitely scoring. Yeah, he he's definitely, well, he's averaging the second most highest behind TJ Warren. But he's also... Yeah, like you said, like probably the best defender right now in this bubble. Um, you cannot – Rockets are all cylinders, and he's definitely the anchor behind it. Like you said, he clamped up um, Giannis in those last few possessions to seal their win. Um, he said, yeah, he's had to guard from one to five. He, yeah, he's a big body. He's scoring. He, he, looks, he looks recharged. He looks refreshed after losing those 20 or so pounds and having this long break. He's looking like, yeah, I'm back. You know, a lot of people talk about LeBron and Kawhi being refreshed. A lot of people are not mentioning James Harden. He definitely looks like he's here and he wants that chip. And him and Russ are going to do everything they can to go get it. And yeah, that's another thing. He he beat he like what was it the uh what was the game they just played without? Was it the um was it the game against the Bucks they played without Russ? It was um yeah. So I, I, no, it was the Lakers if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah so it that, was the Lakers, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so he went from playing one to guarding Anthony Davis. So it's like, like yeah. nah, he, he was on some magic. He was on some magic stuff, you know what I'm saying? And they're three and one. 
They're yeah. three. I can't remember who they lost to, so they're th- they're three and one. I, I think they lost to was it Toronto? Was it? I you know it might have been Toronto. It might have been. And it's you know my number two is TJ one. I mean it's like this, y'all. The man gets buckets. Like it's, yeah. it's there's no simply where like you say he's playing the four. He's playing the four like six seven. The man that was traded for some coins <laughs> is getting is get a hey, somebody better get mm-hmm. this man a contract. But the thing, my thing is about do you think he's gonna keep it up in the playoffs? Yo, that 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 is the big question, and I think he will. I really do because I feel like they're running the offense through him. And so somebody's gonna have to put that ball in the hoop. While Oladipo and Brogdon can do it, I think they're like, "Yo, TJ, bro, you've been you've been the high hand. I want you to go ahead and do this." A lot of teams are gonna have to make the adjustments, and it all it really all depends on who the matchup is against. Because um, let me look this up right quick, just so I can fact check it. Yeah, yeah while you fact checking that, uh, let me give y'all one stat. Like you say, he's averaging almost forty four assists, eight rebounds, and get this, y'all. Two steals and two blocks a game with a four-on-one record. I got it. I got it right here. Yeah, right now they're the fifth seed, and that's what I thought. And the fourth seed is also who I thought. So if, they, if this was the start now, they would be playing the Miami Heat. And that's going to call for a crazy mismatch because obviously him and Jimmy have bad blood, and Jimmy's going to want to guard him. And, and so <clears throat> TJ's going to have to come ready. But I guess we'll get a small sample. We'll see sample. that next I, week. I, I say, we'll get a small sample of that on Monday, right? Monday, it's Monday, right? I'm telling y'all, I'm, I'm yeah. calling it right now. If Jimmy plays, TJ Warren won't, won't have that, that 39, 35. Jimmy good. Butler also said he's on track to be ready to play. So, oh, Jimmy, um, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy he, might go for the 30 on him. Yeah, it would be an honest. I think TJ Warren is going to outplay Jimmy. I nah. I think for two I, reasons. For, for two reasons, though, I feel like because the Miami Heat have such a widespread team, Jimmy, the, you know, Jimmy does. He's probably not. He's not always the highest scoring player anyway. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the reason. That's one reason why I say it. Plus, hey man, he just he called that man T. They weren't really trash. Or he said he does not need to be in this league. I don't think you might think Jimmy got the personal goods, but TJ is like, okay, I'm ready for this, just like you are, dude. But, but my thing is when we when. The, me, the only now, another reason I will say, you know, I don't think TJ one is gonna go as stupid as everybody says. <laughs> the one game he had, you know, to play against the team for cash consideration, they lost to, and we're gonna get to them. We go, they lost to Phoenix, and I'm gonna definitely touch on Phoenix. Yeah, I, I will lie. I will, I'm gonna yeah, I will definitely say. touch it because you know, <laughs> the boy, you know. The, the the most Kobe esque player in the league right now. I'm gonna te- I'm gonna say that about him you, as much as we can. He guarded him. He only hold him to twenty. Since well, you um you since since you kind of hinted towards him, um and you've already mentioned your number two. My number three player is Devin Booker. Um and I just I have to give it to him because they're they're the only undefeated team in this bubble. Um, Devin Booker is obviously the main reason behind that. Um. The man just hit a game winner over Kawhi and Paul George. Paul George, I'm tired of seeing Paul George get messed up on game winners. Man, that's my dog too. Yeah, yeah, that's my boy. But um, yeah, we'll touch on him a little later too. But um, yeah, Devin Booker is definitely the anchor behind. This is actually the first four game winning streak he's had in his whole career, and that is sad. Phoenix, y'all got to do better. Y'all see what this man is doing. Everyone, the question had the big question has always been: Can he do what he does in the playoffs? Because he's always wanted that chance. 
Y'all see what he's doing. That man is hungry for the playoffs, and he's going to be in that play-in tournament. And I love it. I love to see what he's doing. Um, I, I, I definitely like it. Um, he's definitely playing his ass off. And I got to get some third best player in the bubble. Uh, I do not have Devin Booker that high on my list, and there's a and, and the numbers, and I mean the numbers speak for themselves. But you know, I'm not gonna discard him. I'm gonna get to him when I see him. But number three, I have Damian Lillard, averaging 31, 11 assists, five rebounds, a steal, and a block a game. So, and with a three and two record, yes, he you know he tricked two free throws you know the other day and everything. But one thing I know about Dame. If you give him them free throws 90, 100 times, that's the one time he's going to miss both of them. In that situation, in that, in that light moment, Dame always shines. And it's, it's, it's proven. I mean, if he makes them two free throws, he going to overtime list starting team. And I feel like they become four and one. But, you know, it didn't. And they're in the three and two. And they, they look like they want that AC much so. And if, and if, if Dallas and and Grizzlies keep leaving, they might they might end up get to seven. So it's like with him well, being, I there, think I think the Mavericks are already locked in a seven seed. Oh, okay, my bad, yeah. my bad, my bad. Oh shoot, the, the Grizzlies keep BS and they gonna mess around and get that A spot. And but the Grizzlies not gonna make it, bro. The way they play, <laughs> yeah, we definitely going gonna, them, we nigga. definitely going to touch about them. But yeah, number three, I got Dame because he's just he's been playing. Phenomenal, and don't get me wrong. You know, we always we've been saying Luke is the best point guard, but to me right now, I think it has to be Dame. And in the game in game out, fourth quarter, um, from guarding the one and two at what six two six three, getting that block a game, getting that steal a game, grabbing five boards, and pouring in thirty one, but also getting your eleven assists. You know, getting your teammates involved. And playing, you know, getting making sure everybody touching the rock, getting their shots, so while he's still getting his, being a big part of that team, and you know, not backing down from anybody, all of that factors to me is like, you know what? Yeah, you 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 can get that third <clears throat> spot, dude. You can definitely get that third spot. I'm not mad at that. Damon lived my fourth, so I'm not mad at all. Um, yeah, he's 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 definitely coming to play. The, uh, for the Portland Trailblazers, I believe they started this bubble out four games. Behind the Grizzlies, and while they've been winning, the Grizzlies have been losing. Damon Lillard's been the anchor behind it. It's crazy because I was talking to a friend of mine, and we was playing two K against each other, and we was talking. We was like, "Why does Damon Lillard have a playmaking um, takeover badge?" And then we thought about it. And we was like, "While Dame is a great shooter and an amazing shot creator, it's because he does do the playmaking to set up the people up. He may not be the main person doing the assisting all the time." And but he is the one that's setting. He's getting the pass to assist. He's the one that's passing the ball to CJ, and CJ is the one that's giving it to the big man or something like that. Like Dame is really setting a lot of people up. So when you so when, when you mentioned the playmaking of Dame, it really I, I was like, wow, you know that's crazy because I was just talking about that. And of course the nigga scoring too. You know he's definitely a lethal scorer. He's. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Excuse what he did tonight against the Clippers. Um, two bad free throws, you know. Um, I don't know how he missed it, but Dame is still known for probably yo, know, Dame is still the most clutch player in this bubble. He's yeah, awesome. yeah. And to me, he, yeah, you know to me, if you ask me, them two my bad for Kenyon, but them no, two missed free throws. If you everybody knows this, you played a hard game, 
you get dead legs, and you know, and you can tell, you can tell off his lift, and you know, that's that's another thing, you know, I I pay attention to Dame's, you know, is my my brother's second favorite player, so if anything he says about Dame, I kind of pay attention to it because that's his boy. He's been preaching about Dame since the rookie of the year, so he's had tell like you know off his lift, you know, it was more arm and everything, so. Yeah, that's gonna come with him. I'm guarantee, I guarantee you, Dane's the type of player that if he sees something messed up like that in a game, he probably went and shot 100, maybe 150, 200 free throws right after the game. Like you know, he did his talking with the press conference. <laughs> that press, uh, we're yeah. definitely gonna talk about that press conference and probably yeah. went and shot some. You know, so yeah, he's my number three. And you say he's your number four? Yeah, he's my number four. My number four is Giannis. My number four is Giannis because oh. not only Giannis is averaging 36 assists and 12, 13 rebounds, a block, and two steals a game. Like I said, you're doing it on both sides of the floor. And one thing about Giannis, now that I've looked up and saw Giannis, I think we talk about Dame's the clutchest player. Giannis is the third clutchest player in the league right now. His numbers say because, like I said, he that that two dribble spin move to the bucket. You either gotta foul him or you just hope he makes it. And his awareness, his IQ is getting so much better, which I love to see. And it's sad to say he, I figured it out against when he played Miami, where Jimmy Butler was out and Bam had five fouls. So what he did, he got into that game in the whole fourth quarter. He just attacked, attacked, cleared out, and attacked. Because there was either he was going to double him or he was going to have the ability to pass out. So him having that, I don't want to say a point guard awareness, but him having that awareness, okay, their best defender on me is about to foul out. Let me just keep attacking, attacking, attack. And it was at one point, I think his coach was about to, you know, draw up a play. He went to the coach and said, no, like, like let me, let, let me do this real quick. And if it doesn't work, then we can come back to what you're saying. And for the coach, I can't forget. I keep forgetting the coach's name. Leak, what's the coach's name? Oh. For the Bucks. Uh, Mike Budenholzer. Yeah, he trusts Giannis so much. He said, "You know what? You're right. You, you, we, we gonna let the, we gonna let you run this offense." And what happened was, uh, I think it was like one eleven to one thirteen at one point. And next thing I know, it was like one eleven to one twenty five. Giannis, Giannis, literally played, made, and scored, dictated that whole entire fourth quarter. And so, I mean, they're they're two and three right now. Well, you know, it's it's all like I said, it's only been five games, so you know, it's nothing to be too distressed about. They they locked the first seed up yet again behind him, so it's like you lock up the first seed. Um, your IQ in the fourth quarter, your scoring and passing ability. His passing is getting better. People, the pull up three is getting better. People, it's he the his like his. All around game is getting better, and it shows that you know he's not a just a one dribble dunk. He's actually putting the ball on the floor with a little bit of handle, a little bit of finesse. Don't get me wrong; he's still a two dribble dunk on everybody. But his thirty points, I think it's like five, seven. I think it's I think it's five. I think it's between five and eight of his points are are outside of the paint now. Now that that may not look like a lot, but last year it was only like maybe. Two or four points are from outside of the paint. So he's expanded his range and his offense with that jump shot, the fadeaway, the, you know, the pull-up, the float. Like, so he's getting more arsenal in his game. So 
Yeah, for all that reason, I feel like Giannis is the fourth best player in the bubble right now. I can't understand that. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be weird saying this, but I don't have Giannis nearly as high, and that's not to disrespect, but I feel like it's more. And even call me crazy, but a lot of the stuff, a lot of the way I based it was, I mean, a, a, a majority of it was based off of the hype and. You know, like everything you're saying, you know, I, I you know, I, I do not disagree with whatsoever. I think, you know, more so, like, like I said, what I'm doing, like, I guess how I based mine was team impact and um, how they was like how they came in and took advantage of opportunities. And so, it's gonna be weird to have him this high if you probably don't even have him at all. But my fifth is MPJ. I got Michael Porter Jr. as my fifth best player. And um, what is he, what, three straight back-to-back-to-back, 30-plus-point games, helping Denver secure those victories. Um, With Jamal Murray coming back tonight, obviously he's not getting as much. You know, he's not getting that touch like he used to. But um, I feel like through the small window of opportunity he had, he took the best advantage of it. And I just feel like because me as me being an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, seeing the efficiency along with how he played against us in that game, I was pissed. But I was like, wow, this dude is really like that. And while we all knew that he had the potential to be what he's doing, he missed four shots. And so he's being very smart about his shots. He's taking the best of his opportunity that he has, and they're making use of it. And I feel like he's going to be a big, a big piece to the Nuggets in their playoff run. I'm not mad at that. I mean, I mean, you're right is why I don't have him that high. And you said this was your number five. Yeah, my number five is Joel Embiid. Now, to me, I don't feel like he was the best. In, I still don't feel like he's the best in the league. But as of right now, he's literally playing the best. Like, he's literally the best big in the NBA right now, in the NBA bubble. He's averaging 33. He's averaging five assists. He's averaging 14 rebounds with three blocks and three steals. Yo, can I ask you a quick question? What's up? Yo, where did you find the stats, bro? Because I couldn't find them shit. Ah, uh, I'm gonna send you my so- I'm gonna send you one of my sources after the John. No, yeah, I'm gonna keep it. Because, I'm gonna, I mean, dog, they're not up. They're not updated. So you know, I just I had to do a little calculations after the game. That's why I asked about the Sixers game and see what happened. So yeah, these uh, are his. Yeah, so those are his. You know, his stats. Right. I told you it was gonna get analytical. <laughs> That's why I kind of. And I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at. It. I I love it. I love it. Yeah, so, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joel's actually averaging you know thirty three five and almost fifteen with you know three steals and three blocks. Like I said, get it both sides. Get, getting it done on both sides of the floor with Ben going down. He played. You know, Tobias got more touches, but he almost like you know he had twenty in. What was that? It was an, of course it was a double double, but let me fact check how much he had. Um, but while I'm looking, yeah, B's just been he's actually just been killing it. Like if you run FanDuel, man, boy, I know you've been eating up and B, boy. He's an easy 56, 57 points. And the thing is, he's oh doing God, it man. at his pace. It's one of them things where it's like, you know, everybody was like, you know, Ben. 
Ben and him can't play together. But now it's looking like, you know, him and Ben at the four. You see Ben now move out the way. Give him the ball. You see, like, you know, they you know, they kick it out for the three for Tobias and everything. But it's literally like the offense is literally getting ran ran through by him. And we've seen, you know, and and Belitis and Notley, you watch the game, but I don't think you really, you know, I ain't gonna say you didn't pay attention, but Every oh, missed yeah. shot, um, Warren missed, and B was guarding. Every, you know, missed shot or, you know, turnover he had, it was caused by MB. So that's one thing, I, you know, for, for him to guard, you know, a smaller, a smaller, you know, small forward and, you know, pound for pound the best player, he went out and did his thing. So for that, it's almost like, man. I don't think Embiid's getting talked about enough in these five games. Yeah, yeah, they're you know they're, they're three and one right now. Too matter of fact, they only lost one game to TJ Warren. Everybody else they've been smoking. They beating everybody. So it's like for him to now really have to not gonna say carry, but you know his running mate, his quote unquote running mate Ben Simmons is hurt. He's really gonna be the vocal point of this offense, which is not nothing new to him. He's been doing it since the bubble. Heck, if you ask me, he's been the the main scores in the on that team in the NBA regular NBA season. So yeah, for me, I feel like Joel Embiid's top five. He rounds off the top five for me. Mm, I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, damn, I didn't know that. I didn't know that he was. I I I knew. Yeah, I off just off of FanDuel off rip. I knew the MB was killing it, and obviously he has to. If you know, he has to if the Sixers have a chance, especially with Ben Simmons being out. Um, my six, it's a big man, it's a center, but it's not MB, and it's Yusuf Nurkic. Um, I feel that uh, Yusuf Nurkic says he he he's really coming on. Um, nobody expected him to honestly really come out as hot as he did, as quick as he is, you know? Um, like, because the way you, the way you see it is, I mean, this man obviously just came back in the bubble first game since, um, breaking his leg over a year ago. And that extra rest really helped him out. This man is really, he's shooting threes now. So he has to put like, he has a three game now. He's obviously their best big man on the court. Hassan Whiteside has looked very weak. Um, and he just paired along with Damian Lillard really excellent. Like It's like they, they really haven't lost a step in their chemistry. And obviously, um, Yusuf, Yusuf Nurgit has been a big reason why they're winning their games, being three and two, um, being in those positions, um, rebounding. He's what? I, I, I don't know the averages, but I know he's, I know he's averaging over 20. And he's definitely in the double digits and um, rebounds. He's out. Uh, I'm yeah, like, yo, you good? You good? I, yeah. I, I got, I got his stats. You know what I'm saying? He's in one of my, you know what I'm saying? He didn't, he didn't make my, but you know he's in my honorable mentions. You know he's averaging the, the 22 assists and three blocks and, and two I, steals. I must, I must say it's like three blocks and two steals. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, and, and that's it, and, and that's one of the reasons why I, I that's why I have him six. Um, I can definitely see why you have Embiid over him. But, again, the only reason why I have Yusuf Nurkic over Embiid is simply because they're a hungry team trying to get in the playoffs, and they now have the best chance to get that AC. Oh, yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, 
my single before I get to my six, I did say, oh, man, I, I was over here. My computer was getting kind of slow. I did want to see what Embiid's stats were against that that last game against uh uh the Trailblazers. I can't. Ah, my gosh, isn't that messing up? But anyway, I think he had like 20 and 11. And I think he only, like, he started out like one of three and finished off shooting, I think, like, 50, 55, 60%. So it's like he's being efficient as well, too. So it's like, yeah, like you said about Porter minding his shot. Oh, de- if it ain't around the rim, he not probably taking it. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, I think it also another side that he's shooting like, you know, 43% from the three point line. So he letting that thing spray yeah, as well, he too. Yes, he is, he is. So for my six, I got. The boy, the young, the young stunner is so. I got Luca at my six, man. This man has been killing it. Did you hear what his stats were today? Yeah, it was like what thirty something, like nineteen and fourteen. Yes, ridiculous. So that's that. He's averaging thirty three. No, oh yeah, he's averaging thirty three, ten, and eleven rebounds with a block a game. Their record, you know, they're three and three. No, they're two and three now. The only reason I have him so low simply is his fourth quarter numbers. Believe it or not, behind the Lakers and the Grizzlies and maybe Orlando, run, run them four teams. He, the Dallas Mavericks are actually the worst, one of the worst fourth quarter teams, and it shows. Horrible. It shows. Horrible. But the Rockets outside, game, the Rockets game was right there. That's just an example. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rockets just, you know, fell downhill with, you know, that with them, you know, just for a team that controlled the board, they just couldn't, they just couldn't keep up. It was almost like when James Harden turned it on, he got a couple stops. It was over. And it's sad to say they don't have that third score. And in the NBA now, you have got to at least, at least have three bona fide scores. At least. And that's, they, they have two. They have two really good ones. If they get a third, who knows what they could possibly be. But until then, I feel like we're just going to see them, you know, struggle in the fourth, you know. Don't get me wrong. The first three quarters, Dallas Maverick might be the best team in the bubble right now. But that fourth quarter, that's the most, that's the money quarter. That's where you make your money. That's where you show who really about to win or not, who really, you know, come to play. So with that being said, I got him at six, you know, him averaging that, that block, you know, once again, I said within them first three quarters, getting that 33, you know, averaging a triple-double. I think he's the only person averaging a triple-double right now. Yes, he is only average person. Well, I that's the on my list or, you know, and everybody else is averaging a triple-double, and I think he is. And the thing is, it's a 33-point triple-double at the age of 21. And I think him in the big O are the only players that average or well, him in the big O and Russ, my bad Russ. The only five pe- only three people that average a triple double, a thirty point triple double at that within the first five games. So with those numbers alone and how he's just been killing it since he touched the NBA, I got him at six. Which is crazy that he's been doing that he got him at six. Like that's tough. But the mother five just been they've been horses. <laughs> um that's cool. That's cool. So we, you said you said that was your six, right? Yeah. Um, seventh, I got Chris Paul. Chris Paul is one of the few people that's averaging over twenty-one and seven assists. 
Um, and he's only he's one of two people. He's one of two people in this bubble that are um, doing that currently. Uh, I do remember that. I also know that. Um, I mean, shit. You know, me being the fan that I am, OKC. This is like everything. Like this is all non-biased. But um, he's still leading in the clutch points. Um, he. He's definitely um, he's leading in, if I'm not mistaken, the steals as far as like in the clutch time and everything. Yeah, we it, it's been a lot of times where um, I mean Chris Paul, he, he like we blew the Lakers out and we blew the Jazz out. So it, you know a lot of the stats aren't really showing, but um, because you know he's not in close games really. And yeah, the one close game that we was, and oh yeah, he missed a free throw in which we went to overtime with Denver and ended up losing um, with foul troubles. He was one of the four or five people with five fouls, so um, that that one did affect us. But other than that, I really feel like his impact on the um, on the team has really been great. Uh, he's made Stephen Adams look very different. Um, him playing off of Shea, that's still working well. He's gotten. He's gotten a lot of, you know, doing Chris Paul shit, you know, doing exactly what he does every year. A day, you know, game in, game out, you know, making his teammates look better and, you know, just leading us to success. And so that's why I have Chris Paul at seven. Uh, I mean, I feel that, I feel that. At my, at my number seven, I got Lucas running me. I got Chris Tapuazingas, which again, he's averaging 30 10, one assist, and one steal a block a game. Now, remember this, y'all. When's the last time we seen Porzingis play any basketball worth, like, worthwhile? It's been, like, what, two, two, three years, maybe? In, in my opinion, I don't think he's, like, you know, I feel like that, that leg, it still bothers him because, you know, when the fourth quarter comes, you know, he manages his minutes. They don't say it. They don't say it, but, you know, in the fourth quarter, he come back in with five minutes left, you know, hopefully Luca and the rest of the boys can keep it close, and then he comes in. But he's averaging 30 and 10 in, like, almost three quarters. And and he's he's getting money. You know, like I said, they're two and three. Look, I'm going to say this now. Anthony Davis, you got – Anthony Davis, you got – Yoke, you got Nurkic, you got, I guess we'll throw Embiid, you got Joel. Chris Tapazingas is in that list. With him, and I still, I still to this day, like, his injury won't know little thing for him to be, what, 7 2? And to him to still be out here running and jumping and, you know, playing defense, you know, scoring at a, a vicinity. He's that. I think he's almost shooting 50 from the field. And a little less than forty from four, from four, from three. So yeah, and then like I said, he's getting that steal and block per game. So he's he's still doing his part on defense when he is on the floor. So yeah, I got him at seven. The only reason I got him not above Luca is for one, Luca's having a triple double, and I feel like Chris Tapazingas. I'm not gonna say he's you know he only gets his money off Luca, but he really feeds off Luca's energy. Not saying it's not vice versa, but it's like when Luca starts going, the whole team really starts going. And the fact they're both averaging thirty on a team, that's ridiculous. They're both getting there, so that's why I got him at seven. 
Interesting. I like, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Um, my eight. Huh? Wait a minute. Oh, okay, okay. I see. Uh, I, I was tripping. I was looking at my list totally different. Um, my eight. I got Russell Westbrook. Um, he's the running mate to Harden. Um, still the highest scoring duo. Um, in the league, um, they haven't stopped one bit. They haven't slowed down at all. Um, Russell Westbrook was he? He's continued to look really good. Like he's basically he's continued his play from the recent the recency that we've seen in the regular season. Um, before the before the hiatus, he's um still not taking any threes. He's you know going to the paint, still getting all his buckets in the paint. He's being he just like Harden. He's also guarding one to five. He's providing a lot. Um, you know, he's 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 opening up more for his teammates than he was prior to the bubble. Um, Robert Covington's getting a lot of open looks. Daniel Howard's getting a lot of more open looks. Um, who else am I thinking of? Who else? I mean, of course, PJ Tucker, but it's one more player. Did you say House? I did. Uh, I think it's Ben McElmore. Yeah, um, Ben, ben Mac- looks. And, and even Jeff Green. They're getting a lot of more open looks. Definitely Jeff Green. Because Russell Westbrook is really playing. He's fitting. He's having the, in my opinion, even through, even including his MVP season with OKC, he's having the best season of his career. And I feel like that just goes with the better fit um, in Houston with the way they play, their style of play, along with being with Harden. They've learned to play together again. And so not only is Harden being Harden in a way better way right now in this bubble, but Westbrook has also elevated his game. And He's taking on those challenges too, just as much. Um, you know, a lot of people, um, a lot of people out here, they don't, you know, they don't give Westbrook as much credit because he does have Harden, but Westbrook has gotten better playing with Harden than he has originally, and they're the two main catalysts for why the Houston Rockets are where they are. And I will touch on the Rockets a little more on. And just explaining a little bit more of my reason why I have Russell Westbrook got eight. Uh, my eight, I got Devin Booker. I have Devin Booker at eight, and which is crazy because um, I had to go non-biased because if it was up to me, Devin Booker would probably be up there with TJ Warren. But the numbers of them seven players, and the and not saying just the impact, but what they're doing on both sides of the ball. That don't get me wrong. Devin Book is a good defender, but I don't think he's a better defender. He hasn't been playing better defense than none of them seven above him. And don't get me wrong. Devin Book is averaging 28, four rebounds, seven assists. Devin Book has been playing like fine. He's been aging like fine wine since he touched the league. He's been literally, his numbers literally get better every year. With today, they're, they go into 5-0. and oh. Yes, they beat the Miami Heat. He went for 35. He went for 35, and guess who scored all two minutes? You guessed it, Devin Booker. Devin Booker. And another reason why I feel like he's, you know, he's in my top 10 at eight. He's missing another catalyst score with, you know, uh, Kelly Oubre. Aiden's coming along, which is great for him. Uh-huh. You know, that pick, his pick-and-roll offense is, you know, getting great. A lot of people don't know this. A lot of people won't know this, but unless you're a Devin Booker fan or you pay attention, he went to go to Chris Paul. He went to Chris Paul's house over that summer last year and walk on that off-ball and on-ball defense and the pick-and-roll. 
So in Josh case, y'all didn't know now. Y'all know he's been working on being a point guard more too because don't get me wrong, Rip Rubio's Rubio's a great point guard, but for how he plays, he gets double a lot. So he has to know how to you know work out of the double, see the up open man, run plays, and not only as a two guard but come off as a one sometimes. Because remember that one year he did play one point guard, so that's why his assist numbers look good, and he's still getting his. What's led the Suns to, of course, I mean, he's 5-0. and How does he not make the top 10 list? He's literally horsing this team together. Don't get me wrong. Aiden, Michael, and Ruby, they're doing their thing to help, but he's really literally the, can- the, the catalyst to this team. So that's why I got him at 8. Oh, I feel that. I feel that. Um, yeah, obviously, said I had the motherfucker at 3. <laughs> yeah, so I know, ain't mad yeah, at that. That's yeah. one of my favorite players. You ain't gonna play that three. I feel that. Um, my ninth player. Um, it sucks that I had him so low, but um, because he's the MVP of the league, I have Giannis at nine, and he definitely hasn't missed a beat. I think honestly, where I feel like I put Giannis a little below. Below more than I usually would. I think it's more the consistency factor, and that could be due to um, Budenholz arresting them, like you know, arresting him, Lopez, and Middleton. But um, it's you know, like then you got to also play in, you know, like I said, the shit with Harden clamping him up, and the way how I, in, in my in my opinion, they folded that game because I feel like Milwaukee should have won that game. Um, Houston, they took off like Houston, like the Rockets took off. Like they literally, literally a rocket. Yeah, literally a rocket. Yeah, they literally took off like a rocket. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that's the reason why I have Giannis so low because I'm so high on him. He's one of my favorite players in the league, and I feel um, I just feel honestly like yeah, he, he he's putting up the stats. He's still doing everything he can. I just feel like the he the Bucks haven't been performing like how they should, and yeah, they've already clinched the number one seed. They don't have to play for anything, but you know, so they can they can chill and everything. But if you ask me, I feel like they need to be playing at least somewhere because the 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 if the Bucks, in my opinion, are the favorites to make it out the East. But they can also easily be beaten in a series by one of those upper tier teams in the Eastern Conference. Um, so I feel like they need to just keep on gelling and meshing. And I feel like even if it's not all Giannis's fault, his play has somewhat, in a sense, looked not as efficient as it usually has. Even though the even though he's still putting up the crazy stats. But all yeah, my props still go to him. He's still the MVP. He's still averaging his thirty. He's still averaging. Uh, he's still one of the best defenders. But he hasn't looked like the best defender in this bubble, and that's another thing. Yeah, he did. Yeah, the pull up threes are definitely getting better. Um, he's starting to lay Westbrook out that joint though. Just pulling them joints though. He's starting to shoot them joints a lot. I'm not mad at it. I like it because I mean, why not shoot them? I mean, you you know you got a chance of making them. You know, yeah. when you start making them, don't be just y'all need to start worrying for that hezzy that come next. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's gonna be the scary when thing. He start, when he start freezing them with that hezzy and take that two dribble takeoff, it's a wrap for y'all. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's my number nine. 
Uh, well, I'm going to get my number nine and ten out the way because, honestly, nah. you can play some either way because I'm going to just read off the numbers and, you know what I'm saying? It's the Clippers. It's the Clipper boys. It's the <laughs> Androids. You got Android, I got Android 2, Kawhi at 9, and I got Android 13, Paul George. Look, Kawhi's averaging 27, Paul George averaging 26. They're both averaging four rebounds. They're both averaging four steals. I mean, four assists. They're both averaging... 1.5 blocks a game, and they're both in Paul George averaging two steals, Kawhi's averaging one. They got the same record, they're on the same team. Literally, you can interchange them either way if you want. But it's the simple fact that they can take off at any given point, and it shows, and they do it in less than 30 minutes. We've seen Paul George, me and Lee have witnessed Paul George nah, go nah. for nine in, in a minute. We didn't <laughs> even see. Yeah, bro. That was the, the that man, was the craziest thing. I, I, yeah, that was the craziest thing. The step thing. back yeah. of Alonzo. <laughs> yeah, man. That thing was crazy. All we did, we had a we had a conversation. And nine old Paul George. <laughs> tune into the game. Not even, what, not even three minutes into the game. This man has nine points. I'm like, like, damn. And like you said, this is the Paul George they traded for. That's the Paul George they traded for. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. he he's the, honestly, he's the, he's so far in the bubble behind TJ Warren. He's the quickest. He's been scoring 10 or more points and get this leap. The man's been scoring 10 or more points less than 10 minutes. I I had yeah. to look. The, I had to look at like we watched that nine in a minute, but now it makes sense. Ten yeah. and less than. I ain't even. Yeah, I yeah. I believe you because I wouldn't even had to look that up. Yo, I just be seeing. I'm like, yo, why this nigga always going off, yo? Like he scored. Like, he scored twenty eight and twenty six minutes. Yeah. And and it's sad to say that game on his his stats just got overshadowed by TJ Warren's fifty three that night. Thank you, so, TJ, and thank <laughs> you, Paul George, because Paul George, you had. Because Jay Ob and my cousin Mike both had you, but I'm glad they were. I'm glad you. I'm glad y'all went off so much that y'all got rested. TJ, I had you in the fan duel, so I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And then you had Kawhi. I think it was the other night to go off in like the second in the fourth quarter with three minutes left. Yeah, yeah man, he was looking trash until then. Like it looked like he cut the android, but like they really cut him on, and it was it was just lift off. So like I said, you can entertain those two either way you want. So yeah, that kind of rounds off my top ten right there. I feel like number wise impact on the team. I guess you can't say a little hype if you watch the games. I get excited for stuff like the watching you know someone go for 10 points less than five minutes because it's not like they playing three on three and they playing make it take it he's getting the ball back off defense and score <laughs> as soon as possible so yeah i feel like my top 10 is very it's, it's solid you know i can see why your players are you know i understand why yours yours is like that. i understand why you had Devin booker at number three i my Honestly, I had Devin Booker at number two at one point. And I had to look up these numbers. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I I tried my hardest. I tried, yo. I tried, yo. I I I, uh, I did I did some searching, yo, and I really could not find like these stats, yo. They really don't have them out there like that. <laughs> I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see where I got them, and when you and when you see, <laughs> and when you see, you gonna be like, wow, that's so. Yeah, that's the only reason my top ten is really. The way it is, because I remember I was at work thinking, all right, you got Russ, you got this. Then I looked at no, I said, no, 
no run. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry, no, that. no shade at all, Russ, but nah. <laughs> so I feel who, that. So yeah, who you got at ten? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my temper and on my honorable mentions. Um, all right, I'll take my ten. My tenth is Luca. Uh, I got I got Luca to round out my top ten. Um, simply because of everything that you said. Um, he's still averaging with his triple double. You know, their their only problem is that they didn't close out these games. But they're in every single game that they're playing. You know, if they just if Luca can learn how to close out these games, they wouldn't have lost the game. Yeah, literally, literally, they're good, and I feel like a lot of uh, I feel like Luca's the type of player that. Um, you know this. This is going off of, uh, predictions, but I feel like he's gonna go off. A lot of people are like, "Yo, come on, Luca has no playoff experience." But I mean, when he gets there, it's not gonna change for him. It's the same way I feel like with Devin Booker. Yeah. Everybody says, "Oh, he had an experience," or you know, he used to touching the ball. Nigga, if you let him touch the ball less and get him to the playoffs, he's gonna be more efficient. Yeah, and, and keep in mind, like you said, it's just a, it's just a two man. Like offensive punch, really, with them over there in that uh, in Dallas, who been hurt? You know, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. hasn't. You know, he ain't been scoring like how he should be. Porzingis has to play the five right now, and um, Dorian Finney-Smith ain't doing shit. Um, <laughs> so Luca's literally doing everything. You know, him and Porzingis—they're doing it all, and. I just yeah, I just got to my hat off now. Um, uh, three, I, I got four through my honorable mentions. Three of them you have in your top ten. Um, I got Paul George and Kawhi. Um, simple for everything that you said. I think the only reason why I don't have them in my top ten is because of the players like the surprises, the Michael Porters, the T.J. Warrens, the the use of Nurkic's. You know, and then you got the people who like Chris Paul, who ain't putting up the flashy numbers, but it's still like I say. He's still he's he's only he's one of two people that's averaging over twenty like over twenty one and seven, uh, assist wise. And another reason why I had these players in this top ten. If you look at their regular season numbers, it's neither it's not a drop off. This is like a every this is a no a day at the park, another day at the job. Don't get me wrong. He didn't want averaging 40. If you're out of your mind, if he's not top five best player right now, I don't care what nobody says. Devin Booker leading to the Suns to five. And all. You're out of your mind if he's not top 10 right now. Michael Porter Jr., I want to see him do it for the rest. That's, that's my only yeah, concern. And, and that would be – and that's why I'm okay. Like, if, if someone told me, come on, Michael Porter Jr. is not that high, I'm, I'm okay with hearing that because I'm like, you're right. You know, we, we, we only got a small sample size. But we're talking strictly bubble. So, and and I feel like that's my only argument. But if you want to talk about what is he going to do in the playoffs, what is he going to do moving forward, I can't sit here and tell you, man, he's going he gonna to keep it up. I can't tell you that. Because he, no, he ain't no James Harden. He ain't no Damian Lillard. He's no, you know, he's no Paul George Kawhi. He's not those people. Um, but, yeah, I got Paul George Kawhi right there in the honorable mentions. Um Everything that you say, all their stat, their their average in the same stats. Everything's identical. Um, they're still winning games without their fully healthy rosters, which is great. Um, but we kind of expected this, though. If you ask me, um, I feel like we expected it. So it's just great that they are still showing up. Like, I'm that that doesn't take away from it, but 
Shit, a lot of people got done winning the chip, so y'all better come. The majority of people. Uh, and B was my other player that you had in your top 10. That's on my... I did not know he was averaging 33. I did not know that. That made me think. I was like, wow. But, you know, I stuck to my list. But I definitely did some... I definitely did some shuffling in my head after you said the, after you said some stats about a few players. But, um, you know, I, I wanted to stay true to my list. Uh, and then, you know, then just take the L. <laughs> you know, just you know, take the L with people going to say. I, I wouldn't but, even um, call it taking an L. You know what I'm saying? It's one of them things where... Like I even asked, I said, "We just going by this or this?" Because, like I said, I was never much. I'm not thinking about no Embiid. If you would have, I had the Slim Joke up in there. Honestly, yo, I really, <laughs> I, yo it is crazy because I had Embiid. I had Embiid in my top ten, but why did I take him out? I don't know. I, I was just thinking about like, oh, this player been averaging similar numbers too. It's just the impact that he's had is different, it's and and, that- and that's and I think because the Sixers are still trash. <laughs> like, don't get it. Don't like, get it twisted. Yeah. <laughs> like that's like you know, uh, they're still trash, and I think that's one of the big things. Um, like I, th- I feel like that was my argument: the difference between the Nurkic and the MB. Why in why Nurkic had better players, like all together, because you got Melo, you got CJ, you got Dane, you got Zach Collins. Uh, if Nurkic is in trouble, you still got Hassan White who can provide some solid shit. Gary Trent is coming out. You know, Anthony Simons is slowly coming out too. So, you know what I'm saying? They got more pieces than the Sixers do. But, I mean, the six, you know, 76 is good. When are y'all going to get right? Like, I mean, y'all got an excuse now because Ben Simmons is hurt, but y'all don't even play well together. So, I'm expecting NB to honestly get better. Yeah. And it's crazy because, you know, for one, let me take a little small shot. That was my girlfriend. She kind of helped me with this list. I ain't even going to lie to you because it was one thing, like, I knew she didn't know the name. So I would just give her the numbers. And she was like, within five games. Like, like I remember I told her in B's number. She was like, okay, so how is he not? Like, he has to be top five. She said she didn't have to hear nobody else. She said 33 and 15, two steals, two blocks. I don't care who it is. <laughs> she was like, that's top five. And she's, and she's right. She's right. You have you, 30, 33 and 15 league. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to give you two steals and two blocks when I was in. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and B was probably the only person that made me like, oh damn, and I need them. I need to move and beat in my top ten. That like when you said, I was like, dang, I need to move and beat in my list. And then um, you got the five assists with it. Yeah, <laughs> shit, Ben Simmons. Like, where, where you at, nigga? I mean, I, I, mean I, I, I know you hurt now, but where you been at? I'm the point guard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my last honorable mention is Anthony Davis. Um, He ain't been looking too high, but he ain't been trash either. Not every game. He been on and off. Uh, I, I put him as an honorable mention because, like, even opening night, um, Braun would not have won that game without him. Braun was obviously the one, the, the one who got the the putback layup, and the, uh, one, who, and the one who guarded, the one who guarded on the last possession. I feel that, but they it wouldn't even been the game before Anthony Davis. Um, yeah. I, I'm I'm curious to see, like, about the reason why he don't make. You know, what I'm saying his stats are still looking good. The reason why he don't make the top ten. LeBron's out. AD play. They in the they get blown out by the Rockets. Uh, they play the Pacers tonight. AD has like eight eight and like three, bro. Shooting three for fourteen. 
Um, so it's stuff like that. Like, who the hell is CJ Warren guarding him? Like, who the fuck was guarding AD? CJ Warren was guarding AD. Yo, it had to be bumped into. Yo, it had to be Paul. It had to be uh, Miles Turner. Because, yo, if, yo, if it was CJ Warren guarding him, yo, AD, no excuses, bro. Yeah. No, no excuses. Even Miles Turner shouldn't be doing you like that, even though he's a good defender. Come on, now. You should be the best big man in the league, period. Uh, <laughs> I feel uh, my I got six honorable mentions. Um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go from the top. Um, some of these actually were in your top ten. Um, first first honorable mention Michael Porter Jr. Um, twenty six, ten rebounds, two two steals, and a block and a black and a steal a game. Come on, man! The man just got his start. Man walked in walked into the starting five thirty. Oh, I'm starting again. Thirty-seven. Right. Oh, another third. Twenty. Like, like he's he's having he's he's building his consistency, consistency, and um, Will Barton, that bench looking real nice for you. Yeah, right? well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Unle- unless I was talk, I was thinking, I was talking this with my dad. MPG at my the four. Not even MPG at the four. I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I'm I was talking to my dad. I'm talking we'll about put Will at the two. Two. Because Gary Harris is trash. Yeah, that nigga got a bounce, yo. Gary Harris is so trash. I was, um, I was telling people, um, put Gary Harris on the bench and start Monte Morris alongside Jamal Murray. That's what I was telling people. I wouldn't mind that. But, I wouldn't mind that at all. The only but thing I, is, you got to have some type of bench score. And Gary yeah. Harris ain't going to do that. Yeah, so that's why I was like, you know, maybe him and... <laughs> And and Bo both come off, bro. You have Bo Bo and Michael Porter coming off the bench, bro. That's ridiculous. Like that's that's a big team. Yeah, yeah. Um, my second honorable mention. I got nerd man broke his leg, came back averaging twenty two voices, three blocks, and two steals a game. That man said, "What broke leg?" I mean, if you think about it, when he actually came back out of surgery, he was know, walking. Motherfucker yeah, was walking. That man is Superman. Man, what we got going here with his um, Captain America? We found the Superman now. This yeah, man was like, no problem. Blessing to that being a clean break, so oh, it was yeah. yeah easier to heal. And like you said, he came back from a broke leg starting. <laughs> Yeah, make, hey, yo, he making Hassan look weak. Hey, I can say if I come off the bench for somebody that just broke a leg, bro, nah, bro, that ain't cool. Yo, and the yeah. thing is, and the thing is, you know, trash, you gotta be for the other big man to be like, well, no, you gonna be the four, you coming off the bench. And yo, Hassan was having a good season too. Leading <laughs> in blocks and all of that. Yeah, they said it's cool and all, but can you get? He said that's cool, but I'm averaging three blocks. Oh, you was getting two a game. I was doing three. Shit. Oh, you ain't getting no steals. I got two. Oh, alright. So yeah, yeah that's wild. Um, my boy, my one of my other favorite players, I'll mention Slim Joker. He's still getting used to the body. I'm telling everybody, he's still getting used to the body. He's averaging twenty one. Seven rebounds, and yes, people, he's averaging more assistant rebounds. Oh, so Jokic is the 10. only other player. Wow. So it's Jokic that's the other player with Chris Paul. Exactly. Exactly. The point guard. 
the point center. The point center. We heard of the point four. This is he's literally <laughs> a point center, and he's averaging a steal a game. Yeah, you know he's not going to be your best on ball defender, but he has good hands. He's always in the passing lane. IQ is amazing. I I remember someone saying Rondo, Chris Paul, LeBron, Yo, and honestly, that that sounds about right. If you really think about it, because the, his awareness on the court, his ability to get the ball up the court, that man, he's talking gonna start. I'm telling you, Leak, the body coming soon. He's gonna dunk on somebody soon, and you are here for it. He's gonna catch the body soon. You That's, think Rondo got better IQ than LeBron and Chris Paul? No, no, that, no I'm just saying that one, the order, but just them four names. Oh, no, no, no order, no order, no order. <laughs> No, it is just Rondo's been having an IQ since Kentucky. So yeah. it's like, yeah, on the bench, off the bench. He's always been. He may not have been the best teammate, but one thing he know about doing basketball, we can say that. But no, nah, I don't think he has a better IQ. Honestly, if you ask me, he might have the third. Yoke might, might have a better IQ than him, honestly. But that's another conversation for another time. Um, Coming at the uh, Yoke, I got Westbrook, you know. 26, 7, and 8, a steal a block a game. Going off what you're saying, he's going 1 through 5. He actually gets a block a game on centers. Yo, I was was telling – yo, I think I was telling Mike, bro. I was like, yo, Westbrook is their best big man. I was telling him that. I was like, Westbrook is the Rockets' best big man. He was like, how he the best big man? He a point guard. I was like, bro, he is. I was like, yo – it's sad that that's that's the Harden case. Harden the four, Westbrook's the five. Yeah, I was like, yo, it's sad that that's the case, bro. But what I was like, Westbrook is their best like defending big. That's what I said. He's their best defending big man other than Robert Covington. I was like, but yeah, Westbrook's gonna be their best big man because he's gonna be the one to go get the boards and he's he's gonna do all the dirty work for these niggas. What and still get his twenty five uh, with seven rebound aces. So um. Next, next off these stats alone, off these stats alone, he's in there. I ain't, I ain't even gonna say nothing after this stat. Chris Paul, 21, five rebounds, seven assists, a steal again. He's shooting 40, 50, 90 from the field. And I ain't talking about no little, oh, 40, 50, 90. We're talking seven, 57, 93. Those numbers, there's only one person to have numbers like that. From the field that high. That was Larry Legend. So off them numbers on Chris Paul's automatically on mention. Honestly, what everybody else I just said, he would be number eleven. Chris Paul yeah. would be number eleven. Because I, Go ahead. Yeah, that, that 40, 50, 90 at dumb numbers, dumb numbers, and like you say, he's him being the clutchest player. And it's crazy. Them two free throws Chris Paul missed. Chris Paul ain't missed two what is it? that one free. I think he ever yeah, missed a yeah, free throw yeah, like yeah, that in yeah, what? In like yeah. what six months? The only person shooting better free throws than him is Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton hasn't missed the free throw. You know what's crazy? You know, you know someone who else who hasn't missed one? Who? <laughs> I don't think Nurkic has missed one. I think he's 19 for 19. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm about to say, I'm about to say, I'm well, about to say yeah, I might be wrong. Nurk- but, but yeah, as far as the bigger sample size, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But at the, like, I was just saying, well, I was saying, yeah, from the standpoint, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, them, them two, them three players were the only the best free throw in the last player. It's crazy thing because there's so many other players. Like, why well, there's? I gotta go, Jimmy B. Jimmy mm. B's nineteen, <laughs> six rebounds, six assists, three steals, 
three blocks three, a game. It's <laughs> three blocks. Now don't get me wrong. He hasn't played in a while, so you know them zeros <laughs> add up. <laughs> them zeros go. Played in some shit, so I. So, but, know, but still, but still. But the last time he played, those were his numbers, y'all. You can fact check it because I checked it. I had to look because when I saw that three blocks and three, I said, "There's just no way." Three turnovers, maybe, but three blocks and three steals. So that defensive presence, that leadership, and he's only he's averaging less than twenty. But them six assists, so he's getting his 19, getting his team involved, and, you know, going out to guard the best big man, the best center. So, yeah, and the leadership's going down to Bam. His scoring is going, you know, and going into Tyler. His leadership's going into none. Like, his 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 presence around them young, my, my Miami young core is flirting. The fact that we picked him up, it means it means a lot. <laughs> to, to me having that's such a young team having that leadership going. So, yeah, those are my players for my honorable mentions. I feel like those stats they are putting up within them five games says it enough for them. I love so, it. I yeah. Love it. I love it because we, yeah, as far as, like, I guess if you want to say our 15 players apiece, we're all, like, we all have the same players just in different order. So, I like Oh, yeah. You know? So, yeah, we're definitely not far off from each other at all, so. That's definitely good to see. Um, I want to get into surprise bubble teams, both good and bad. I want to start off with the bad teams. I only have one bad team on my list. No, I have two. The Lakers. Um, they're not looking good to me. Um, a lot of people can say that. You know, a lot of people say, "Yeah, playoff Braun." You know, Braun just like I hear that. You know, they got the number one seed. And, you know, so they just chilling. Yo, I hear that. But, yo, other than, yo, other than Braun and AD, bro, like, first, Braun ain't been looking too hot. AD's been looking like the best player, if you ask me. And then after Braun, bro, it's Kyle Kuzma. Other than that, bro, Deion Wade ain't been looking too good for real, for real. He, you know, he, he, he's sometimes, but he is playing better defense. Um, J.R. Smith, I don't think he getting his shots for I don't think he getting a chance. Quinn Cook ain't looking good. Um, JaVale too busy playing video. <laughs> playing Madden and shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think uh, I think the Lakers are honestly very disappointing. They got blew up by my Thunder. They got blew up by the Rockets. They barely beat the Clippers. Um, they just lost to the Pacers. Like, yeah, you can, you know what I'm saying? It's not, they lost to the, yo, have, yo were they, did they only win that one game? Because they lost to the Raptors. Damn, yo. Hold on. <laughs> hey, I didn't even think about it until I just said it. Yo, the Lakers, they played with five, six games and won one or two. Yeah, you get you can say first seed locked up, all that. I hear that. But their bench players are going to have to come. And because LeBron and AD can't do it by themselves, especially when you got a Kawhi and Paul George led Clippers with more people and they're still finding ways to win Lakers without two their bench players. Two and four. Who was the other team they beat? Did it be? Uh, it was the Clippers and who? I feel like it was a weak ass. Man. I think it was the it was the Jazz. I think it was the Jazz. The lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Players. It was the Jazz, bro. I'm not gonna say the Jazz are weak, but they're no, they definitely weak. I'll but say, I'm about to say the trash. Hold on, hold on. so different today. He's so I'm, different today. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm ride with that man. Uh, I knew I knew I shouldn't ride with because his nickname. I knew it was a read. I couldn't ride with the four five. I knew it was a read, but it's cool though. Shout out to Diamond Mitchell. Keep doing your thing, player. 
Um, I'm just surprised uh, Bubba Team in a bad way. I can't even say it's a surprise, honestly, because this is, yo, I called it, but a lot of people say it's a surprise. The 76ers. Like, I'm, I've never been high on the Sixers, yo. I just don't think they play well together, Ben Simmons and NB. I just don't think. I don't think Brett Brown is coaching the right way. Like, I don't think he, and then Ben Simmons' play has diminished since they moved him to the four. Like, he hasn't been doing everything that he's supposed to be doing. Because and Shea Mills is not offering a good enough piece at the point guard. They don't have enough shooting. I don't even know if Tobias Harris is on the team because I ain't seen shit from him. Um, Jordan B is their only player, it looks like. It's like, yo, it's Embiid and company. They ain't even playing my boy Mike Scott. Is he hurt? Cause yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I did not know that, but yeah, bro. I don't, yo, Josh Richardson trash. Um, I just, you know, he's supposed to be that third. I uh, know he's supposed to be that, he's supposed to be that scoring, out that streaky person. You know, he's supposed to be that streaky player for them, that streaky shooter. Like, okay, Josh Richardson, Josh, he can win them a game. Because he'll hit about five threes in a game type shit. But he ain't been doing that either. And like I said, it's not a surprise to me, but the Sixers, it's just not it for them. And Ben Simmons being injured now, possibly missing the whole bubble because he got to have surgery on his knee. Prayers to him. Hope everything's well with you, dog. But, yeah. Lakers and Sixers are my disappointing team. I only have one. I mean to talk about. I mean, I when the Lakers wrapped up the six, the uh, that the first seed. Um, I don't know if you know this league, but you know I get everything that you're saying. But every team that usually lock up the first seed, they don't play no more. Yeah, <laughs> they're playing. Nobody playing no more. And so what I think is going on, and I'm a hope what's going on. I think they're trying to find that next best five. After the starting no, five, you know, or yeah, go ahead. Or the, you know, who who can come off the bench and give them that spark, or who's you know going to play that defense since Bradley not going to be there. So that's why I think that they're still trying to figure out that as much as I can say because they pull out Anthony Davis in the third quarter, he don't sniff the floor until what maybe what ten minutes left in the fourth, and then they take him out when it's like five minutes left. So I'd be like, yo, what are y'all trying to figure out, or y'all yeah, just no. know the game over. So, yeah. same way I, with the Bucks. I feel you know? that. I feel that because um, I was talking to the PS4 party last night, and we were saying, yeah, I feel like what the Lakers are trying to do, they're trying to get the other people used to playing without LeBron and AD. You know what I'm saying? Because they, you know, because they're going to have to, they're going to need that in order to be successful in the playoffs. So, I do feel that. But I don't feel like LeBron and AD are playing. You know, and I feel like that's where, and that's where the problem is with me. Like, dumb niggas are sometimes, and well, like, yo, I, I, I know they'll turn it up in the playoffs, but will everyone else? That's my question. Will Kyle Kuzma be Kyle? Will Kyle Kuzma be this Kuzma in the playoffs? <laughs> Kyle Kuzma you know? going dumb. <laughs> yeah, he is going dumb. Is he gonna be that player in the playoffs? You know, I really want to see. And speaking of Kyle Kuzma, yo, just on a side note, I don't like that comment he said, bro. What he said? Some real Lakers fan was with us when we missed the playoff, bro. Come on, now you played your rookie year without LeBron. Your second year, you had him. He got hurt. 
And then now y'all, in the, you ain't been there long enough to be talking about people missing. Places. That man said, "Here the first seed for you." <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, like what, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it won't for Braun and AD coming through, bro, yeah, you know, good and damn well y'all be sitting at home with the Hawks and shit. Hey, like, come on now, Cooper. Don't try and flex like you, like you Jordan, like you Jordan Clarkson or somebody who, who you know, what I'm saying, who had been through the struggles. And now the success, even though he was another team right now. Yeah. Like, come on, he, he ain't been through the grind like that, dude. Well, my disappointment team is the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies were my disappointment team because, man, I just knew. I just knew going into this. I said, oh, what? They're locking the AC up quick because they're going to know they need to. Man, they looking like, who want the AC? Y'all want it? Oh, y'all want it. I don't know if I want it. And it's like, you can tell that everybody's like, you know, everybody's jittery. The only person that wasn't jittery was Jaren Jackson. Jackson. Jaren Jackson was like, give me the ball. Y'all move out the way. And sadly, he, oh my God, now that one hurt me. And I'm not yeah. a Grizzly fan, but that's my dog. I love Jaren Jackson. Even even the so called rookie of the year. And I tell, I'm going to say this now, Lee. If they somehow still get in the AFC without this man, Josh unanimous, bro. He I, gotta go unanimous. I think he unanimous already, for real, for real. If you ask me. I, I mean, I'm, I feel that, but this just the ice. This like the icing on the yeah, this yeah, just the yeah, icing. Definitely. Like my second best player goes down, and I'm still, I still get it done. Where's my trophy? Where is my trophy? So yeah, and he hasn't been playing that well either. Yeah, he's, he's been, and he's actually been smoking at the rim. Like he's been tweaking at the rim. So that's my disappointment. Team is the Grizzlies because I was, I had a high ceiling for them. I didn't think it was gonna get this close. And oh, it, it pisses me off too. Yeah, because well, the Suns are two. Like, the Suns are two games away. Devin, yeah. Devin Booker. Yo, what if DB don't lose? What if Devin Booker don't lose? Yo, that'll, that'll be that'll be wild. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. They gotta play the Thunder. They gonna lose. <laughs> they gonna lose at least one. Nah, game. we lost to them. We gotta lose to them. But yo, the way I the way oh y'all lost y'all played them. We lost today. I just say he went for thirty five. Oh, that was on y'all, bro. He went for thirty five and closed no, it out. Oh, I didn't know that was on y'all, bro. I got yo. I'm Why not Jimmy though. B? But no, yo, I mean, I yo, but I'm T though, yo, because the Grizzlies lost every game until they beat one. us. Until they beat us. <laughs> <laughs> the two swaggiest players. Bro, I don't like that, yo, because we had an 18 point lead on them and then lost by 20 something. I don't like we that. Had a, I don't we like had a 20 point. We had a 23 point lead against the grit against the uh. The Bucks and lost by what fifteen? Yeah, I, but yo, that's the Bucks and this is the Grizzlies. It don't matter. Yeah. You up by twenty three. Yeah. Finish the day. Yo, the damn game. Yo, I don't like that, bro. Like, yo, the only thing I can say is we had one center in this game. There was Noel. Both Muscala and Steven Adams were out. So Steven Adams was the only one. And yeah, you don't got Jaron Jackson, but you do got the Tolliver, you got the Brandon Carr, you got the Valentunas. So it's like, you know, he had a hard ass time. So that's the only way, because we got, because we got out rebounded like shit. It was like 50 something, like 30 something. So they out rebounded us like a bit. So that's the only reason I can say why we lost. 
But there's still no excuses because they don't have Jaron Jackson. But, and I mean, it's like one center versus, you know, but that's your second best player. And best player in the bubble, honestly. So, you know, I, I don't know, bro. That one just, that one really hurt me because I really expected us to win that one. But hopefully we bounce back against the Wizards tomorrow. And we should, yo, if we don't beat the Wizards, I'm going to be really pissed because, yo, the Nets and the Magic, Locked up the seventh and eighth seeds. So the Wizards are here just to be here. They don't even have a chance of making it no more, bro. Yeah, yeah. Believe so, it or not, the Hornets <laughs> passed them in the record already. The Hornets ain't even played. So, yo, I'm going to be so pissed if we go sit up tomorrow. <laughs> yo. They going to come out fine. Don't <laughs> find it. The Shabazz debut. I'm not losing to the Shabazz debut, bro. I'll, I'll, hey, hey, we Napier, bro. I'm, yo, yeah, it's, it's GG's, man. It's GG. But um, my surprise teams, uh, in the positive aspect, number one. Well, I'm, 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 I'm giving them a tie. I'm gonna go Indiana Pacers and Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker, man. I don't, yo, this nigga hasn't lost. And like you just said, yo, if he goes undefeated, bro, come on now, man. This nigga, this dude is really, um, he's really in contention. Like, he's like right now, every team is in the play in tournament. And I got to give it to the Spurs, too, because they're doing way better than I expected as well. Um, the Pacers. Looking better, you know, they didn't have Oladipo at first, they didn't have Brogdon at first, they don't have some bonus right now, and yet they're still finding ways to win games. And so, I gotta give it to them. Houston Rockets taking off, um, they're different, they're definitely different. They're they're looking like the biggest threat in the Western Conference to the LA teams, and I just gotta give it to Harden and Westbrook for that. And my last playoff good team, the Portland Trailblazers. I look, I knew they, I knew Dane won't going out. I know he, I knew he won't going outside, but this nigga is on some other stuff, you know. That's that's my that's my dark horse now. Because if they get in, who the f- want to play that? <laughs> and and, I, and I hope they get in because I know they're gonna give the Lakers a hard time. And I do. That's I just can't wait. Give LeBron a hard time. Oh, you don't want that. You want LeBron to get the cruise by until he get the uh the Clippers. Hell no. Y'all be hating. No matter, bro. bro I'm not hating. Hey, I fuck with bro, bro. The 2019, nah. 2020. Everybody, everybody can't have a hard, a, 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 a pretty good first round, but the number one seed, bro. It's like that's typically how it goes. But nah, bro. The Lakers, nah. Yeah, the no. Lakers can't get that, no. yo. They, yeah, yo, no. they, Portland, Portland grabbed their first seed and got swept. <laughs> they was like, what? Yeah, bro. They, yeah, I don't know. Them niggas. Yeah, hopefully they don't get swept this year. I only got one surprise. And I, and I, you know, I agree. You know, I'm gonna stay true to my list, like you said. You know, you saying what you said. I agree on all that. You know, if I had to pick two, it would it would be the um the Pacers, but the team that hasn't lost yet, Devin Booker. Like I said, Devin Booker averaging almost thirty, but the team around him is getting it done. Aiden's going stupid. Aiden's fulfilling like the player they drafted. Yeah, and it's crazy. Yeah. 
And we were thinking, I said, bro, what if they would have drafted the Luca? And that's, but now that and I that's think it. about it, he's gonna be one of those players that's like similar to like I guess not as good, but similar to like how people. Think about the 84 draft. Like, yeah, Hakeem went number one, but Michael Jordan was in that draft. He was third. DeAndre Aiden was number one, and Luka was third. Like, niggas are, like, people aren't going to be mad that the Suns chose DeAndre Aiden over Luka. It's going to be the people like Marvin Bagley. They're like, yo, why is Marvin, yo, Mar- why did they choose Marvin Bagley over? Like, people not going to be mad at the Aiden because. Aiden is provide you know he's still he's looking solid. It's just Luca and Trey Young are different. That's just it. Luca and Trey Young are just different. Yeah, and, you know what I'm saying they're already awesome. You know, but that don't take away from DeAndre Aiden being a deserving number one pick, especially looking at the recent number one picks. I mean Zion's looking like one, but then you got Markel Folks. Um, who was before Markel? Oh, Ben Simmons. Damn, I can't even say nothing about Ben Simmons, bro. But. <laughs> But I mean, but still though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I feel you on that. It's it's just been the team play around Devin Booker. They've they've came together and was like, all right, let's actually try to help this man now for he pack his bag. And one thing is crazy, and my brother told me this leak, and I'm surprised no one else told me, but it made me look at myself in the mirror. My brother said, for someone that always talked about Kobe, you talking about the you love the most Kobe S player in the league right now. I said, you know what? <laughs> you got a point. <laughs> you got a point. Cause ain't no way in the world, bro. Devin Devin Book is in my top five. Might be in my top nah, he can't be the top. Them top three niggas been there for a minute. But Devin Book is definitely in the top five, bro. And what he puts, what he has tattooed on him, and what he puts on his shoes is like the man literally loved Kobe to death. Like he, like the signature he put on them shoes that what well, he wore on that seventy point game that Kobe signed. He mm-hmm. got it tattooed on his arm to, to be legend, like the not just be legendary, but how you know the signature Kobe wrote. He got that tattooed on his arm. All his Kobe fours and everything he take writes be legendary, and it's just. I don't think he's. I don't think he hasn't wore a Laker or Kobe shirt <laughs> this whole bubble. I don't think he hasn't worn one. Like he's been, say, yeah, he been running that he been running that every day. And the thing is, them jumps all they hard. Yeah, they hard. yeah, they are hard. So yeah, Devin Booker's been looking real, real Kobe esque for a long time now, and it's just you know he's this is his first time playing meaningful basketball, and he has not shied away from the light at all. So shout out to him and the Phoenix Suns. Cool. Uh, what you expect to see moving forward in the bubble? Um. Uh, as in, as in, like, to the bubble to make a return in the regular NBA season, or like how play. Um. Oh, well, I can say this: they're gonna be in the playoffs when the bubble starts. It's gonna be more scoring. I wouldn't be surprised if someone actually put up 150, 160 points in, in a playoff game. Because people are going to the line more, it's quiet in there. So they they yeah. hit, the refs are hearing them. So it's like yeah, you know they're getting to the free throw line more. Got people yeah, that not, got people not missing free throws in that zone. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a lot of uh, it is a lot of high scoring games, and it's also it is also a lot of overtimes as well. So yeah. like we had what two double overtimes today. Yeah. Okay. 
Yo, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yeah, that day, and then uh, what's up? The overtime game, it was the um, the Mavericks game, yeah, yeah, Mavericks. Luke yeah. said no, yeah, man, yo, that's crazy, yo. Um, yeah, it's a lot of good games, man. Um, I think, I think moving forward, um, uh, we will see, yeah, like you said, bro, uh, a lot of yeah, higher scores. I think we'll see just more more eyes on the actual play because they're not distracted by things. Like you said, you know, more fouls are being called. So the refs aren't as distracted. And then you got the players being more focused and in check with the game and stuff like that. So I do I do feel like we'll see more a lot of more foul calls um, being called, even if they, even if they're ridiculous, you know the refs are definitely. Plus, it's playoff basketball. You know, like you know, a lot of people say playoff basketball they like the players play more. Do you think that's still going to be the case? To a certain extent, um, to a certain extent, you know, but at the same time, you know how. I say a certain extent because I feel like this. You know them late game fouls, they don't they 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 starting to call now in the fourth for like, you know, game winning shots. Mm-hmm. Depending what game it is, I feel like they might let those go. Like, you know, in a regular season. But at the same time, if it's like a blatant obvious foul in the like with like three seconds left, I feel like they'll call that. Yeah. And um I feel like Someone is gonna hit that. Someone's gonna score sixty, a high sixty point game in the playoffs. Who you think gonna be the first person to do it? The first person to score sixty. I already got my pick. Yeah, shit, it might be hard, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's my pick. And it's gonna be hard. He might get twenty free throws. Yeah, if it ain't Harden, um, who would I think other than Harden? LeBron. <laughs> I'm telling you. No, no, no. Look, when Bron go for 60, y'all know where to come and take the obvious seat. 85 minutes in. Just F telling y'all. I wouldn't be shocked, man. Say that wouldn't be surprised, but no, I think it might be hard. Yo, it's going to be really wild me saying this. It's going to sound crazy for me to say this. I think if it's not hard and who it's going to be is. Russell Westbrook, because it's like, and I'm not saying it's crazy in the sense. I, I don't know if I'm saying it's crazy because they play for them. They play on the same team. That's the only reason why I'm saying that it's crazy. I know Westbrook can definitely do it. If yeah, yeah, I feel like it'll be maybe Westbrook. You can get Giannis in there, but it's gonna be a close game for Giannis in order for him to do it. Like, you gotta go in a couple overtime. Yeah, that and that's the reason why I didn't say Luca either. Luca's still gonna play me. Plus, you still got Portland. My second will probably be Dame over Westbrook. You think so? I was thinking about that. Man. I was like, CJ gonna have to score something, and Dame. Like, it, I, it's like I can see. I can is it, just, you know, is it, I can easily see the Dame doing it. Too. But then Dame going sixty. Like, it, what's his career? Isn't it like sixty? It's at least sixty. And I think that game CJ had a nice thirty himself. So it's like. It's like he still got his, but they was like, this mind showed it. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like it would be hard in the day because, man, you got to take Dame from from the inbound. Because <laughs> he's he liable to pull that joint anyway. 
So I feel like, yeah, it'd be more fouls, higher scoring, um, faster pace. Um, I'll say this. Either we don't get – either we get a, that 100, you know, 150-point game or we get one of the lowest playoff game scores we ever got in NBA history. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? I said either we get, you know, 100 uh, – someone scores 150 – or we get a, a one of the lowest scoring NBA playoff games we ever had. Are you telling me like which one? No, I'm just saying it's it's not gonna be in no in, in between. Is either one of those are gonna happen? Oh, lowest score. I don't know about that one. Only you talking about as a you talking about as a team? Not as a team, like you know, a team score like the low like the score being low at the finals would be like seventy to seventy something at the end of the game. Yeah, I mean it's still not it's still not gonna be the lowest. I mean, it's still, it, is it gonna be one of the? I don't know, man. Oh, I said playoff. I think, I'm saying in playoff is it not just regular season, but yeah, 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 yeah. I still I don't think so. I think them. I think they gonna be scoring. I feel it. I don't see. I don't see a lot of games going under ninety. I feel that. I just feel like you know it's the bubble. We TJ one scored fifty three, so I'm like, all right, anything could happen. So. I feel like niggas might not have a great scoring game one day. Yeah, true. Um, very interesting. So, what do you think, like, um, with this bubble experience for the players? How do you think other sports can take? Like, what do you think other sports can take from it? And how do you think it'll impact other sports? Uh, maybe try. I mean, I know, I know. If anybody been watching NBA, I know you've seen like that overcast of where the basketball games are held. I know y'all seen the diamond, the soccer field, and all that. Because you know, if it ever, you know, knock on wood, if it ever happens again, Disney's like, look, y'all know, you know, this. Honestly, you know how good it, you know we say it's good for the NBA, but this is also a good, a good leading example for Disney. Like, look. Just in case something happens, I know y'all got the money. We can have it down here again. Y'all saw what the NBA did. Yeah. So, you know, it could be a good, you know, you know, a good, you know, gateway for everybody. Like, okay, NBA did well. Let's try the, you know, the MLB, you know, let's try football. Well, you know what I'm saying? It could, it could lead, you know, something for that. I just, I don't see nothing negative happening. Because one of the things where you know push come to shove from happy, you know what you know what to do again. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. Um, I feel like um, I feel like it's easier said than done because basketball is one of the few sports that don't really have a lot of like they can condense their players out because it's what 15 to a roster max, only 13 are suiting up. You know, they can condense their level, like the amount of coaches. You got other teams like baseball players and football players who have 50-man rosters just for the players. And then you got position coaches. Like, you know, for the NBA, you just got, like, head coach, assistant coach. That's pretty much all you would need, honestly. You know, like, you got actual position coaches. Like, it sounds good in theory. It's just really hard to put it into, like, actual – you know, actual works. Like I said, I I did say something like the NFL could try this, but again, I don't know how well it would work. Like, 
they could have like because obviously everybody can't sit in Orlando. Shit, you ain't gonna have basketball, baseball, football all in Orlando. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so I feel like what I feel what I think they should do for football. I, but I don't know how they would do it. Be, but they should know because they've had more time than anybody to figure this out. They've been in the off season ever since this pandemic started. The basketball had their season cut off. Baseball was just starting their season. So the fact that the NBA was so quick to do this and the NBPA, you know, Chris Paul and all the other people was on board, you know, that's 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 a big ups and downs. But I feel like the NFL though, what they should do is have a few set stadiums like the popular stadiums like let's say we get the Dallas Cowboys that stadium we get like just all popular stadiums let's say we get the Cowboys let's say who else is a high like NFL team like the to Miami uh the Dolphins you think so I mean I'm, I'm just thinking about ones that had the Super yeah. Bowl oh yeah you got got the Cowboys. Let's say I will even give it to the Colts, honestly, only because their combine is held there every year. So you know, uh, yeah, that's the only <laughs> reason why. That's the only reason why I say that. Um, let's say you know maybe like three, four, five. Let's say about five or so football teams have their stadiums be the host of all games, and they hold like the NFL instead of all games being on a Sunday. They hold it from Friday through Sunday, and they hold games like that. Like, let's say, you know, it's what? It's 32 teams. It's going to be an average of 16 games a week. So um, that's at the most, 16 games at the most. So let's just say throughout the day, they do it kind of like NBA, where you got games throughout the day is just really separated, and you just separate that through those three days. Like, let's say you got three games – like, let's say you got five stadiums and you got, th- uh, let's say that's just one game. Let's just say one game per day. That's five games. So th- throughout the three days, that's 15 games. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that way everyone gets tested for COVID throughout those days, like on that day. Like, they get tested throughout that whole process. And those people are in those cities and they're constantly getting tested. But again, that's still harder in practice than it is set. So I know it'll be difficult, but if if you're going to have a football season, in my opinion, that's the best way to go. I'm not mad at that. You know what I'm saying? I I, I rock with that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel y'all better listen to that, man. And bring y'all some money. Yeah, facts. I ain't mad at that idea. I I, I like that. Hey, wait. (laughs) It's not hurting me nothing. As long as I get to watch them Colts play. So I really you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and, and, and that way because you know that, and we still got football spread throughout. But then it's also the problem because while high school football is canceled in a lot of areas, college football might still be a thing. And so that that and yeah, the NFL is really in a really sticky situation. I don't know what they're gonna do because they haven't even been talking about it. They just keep talking about releasing players and. Signing these people, like okay, you're signing and releasing people, but what are y'all when doing the game about the season? Yeah, it's like yo, like what's it? Like in theory, the preseason should be started already. Yeah. So oh, what yeah. are y'all? Yeah. So what are y'all doing? Like you know, what I'm saying, like Roger Goodell, what are you doing? Everybody putting these threads. <laughs> yeah, it's like we, you know, we we want to talk about the Washington football team. Like okay, let's talk about who they're playing. Like when they're going to play. Everybody got their schedule and everything, just don't know when. 
Yeah, it's like, yeah, okay, we just wait. Y'all, you know, people getting fined for missing team meetings and team, you know, OTAs and stuff. All right, y'all getting fined for that, but when are we going to play? <laughs> Who's saying? Yeah, yeah, y'all going about it as if everything's going to be regular, but that just doesn't sound realistic for 2020. And how are they going to have a bubble for the next season for the NBA? I know they say something like they might, but. You know, I don't know, bro. COVID really, they really shook this shit up. Takey. Yeah. Real life takey, that junk. But yeah, I'm not mad at what you said, but that's really good. You know what I'm saying? You're my mind to it. I like the idea. I'm not mad at that idea. Really, really, really good idea. Yeah, I just feel like as far as the NFL is concerned, that's the best way they could go about it. It really, the only reason I said Cowboys because they're America's so. uh, nah, team. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Oh, hey, no. hey you, you lucky I shouted y'all. I only shouted y'all out just because y'all have to come oh, over there no. at Lucas Oil every damn year. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I figured that that's a, an attraction that they go to every year. Why not? I mean, shit, you know, special over there, but hey, 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 hey. who am I? Who am I? Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) But even if they didn't want to do it like that, if you wanted to have it where, because you, uh, Texas has two football teams, California has, you know, shit, let's think about that. You got the Raiders, the Raiders in Las Vegas now, but, um, the Chargers and the Rams, I think. 49 <laughs> Yeah, Chargers, Rams, 49 because the Rams are having their own stadium opening up this year. So, you got Chargers, Rams, 49ers. Is that it? I think it's it. Yeah, you got that, and then you got two teams in Texas. You got, uh, what is it, two teams? You got a few teams. You got three teams in Florida, Tampa Bay, Miami, and Jacksonville. So, you know what I'm saying? You got a few teams in a, you got a few teams in one state. So it's like even if they didn't want to do where it's like different, you know, they could do okay, half the games are gonna be in Cali in the, in those three stadiums, the other half is gonna be in Florida, those three stadiums. You know, do it like that. And that way a lot, of, you know, it's a condensed area where, you know, a lot of teams and the players are still gonna be in the same vicinity to get tested and not be exposed to as much danger. But I don't know, NFL, y'all figure that out. Y'all need any help? Y'all got us to help you. You know what I'm saying? We'll help out anyway. Just make sure you slot us a nice check. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't work for free. <laughs> like, this, <laughs> this dick ain't free. <laughs> but, oh, oh, man. That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. You got anything else you got to say? Uh no, I guess we good here. Oh, I do. Go Next ahead, time, right. I do want you to start asking. You know, we we are gonna, you know, we're gonna have our stuff. You know, we're gonna by the time we probably record next next time next week. So we are gonna see if once again if Phoenix will go undefeated. Um, uh, yeah. If any stats change? If any players, you know, hopefully no players get hurt. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully no. We've seen a lot of injuries already with yeah. Jamal Crawford, Ben Simmons, Jonathan Isaac, Jaren Jackson. That's yeah. that's too much, you know. They already, yeah. Like we're only like five games in, and yeah. not even for a lot of teams. Yeah, we'll start. And next time, you know, we'll start talking about you know 
We'll start talking about what teams need to work on, what's their strengths and weaknesses. That's what we could do, too. We could like talk that. about strengths and weaknesses. I like that. I like that. So, yeah, we'll keep that in mind and everything. And, oh, yeah, what I want to try next time is, you know, since, it's, since you know, we're talking about, you know, the greatest players, you know, that we've seen, uh, we, we should talk about what, you know, what Curry needs to do to become the best point guard ever or – what what LeBron needs to fill up, check off this resume to be the greatest, ever, or what can Dur- Durant do to become when he come back, become the like or Kawhi? So I feel like we could we should have that little conversation. You could ask me some questions, I run you some, and see how we can go from there. I like that. That might that, that might mess up be a two hour special for y'all, man. <laughs> hey, y'all Honestly, brought it up. Yeah, Cause, cause that's cause man, like y'all think the LeBron conversation with Jordan is. Is deep that that Curry one to be better than Magic? Y'all, that's deeper than what y'all think it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's a lot that goes into that. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we gonna we gonna definitely speak our mind on that one because that might be you know don't get me wrong the the Jordan one you know that's of course you know we're gonna talk about that one because you know that's talking about the best player like ever, but that point guard position that might be an hour in itself because. <laughs> Yeah, facts. Magic all- was stupid. Yeah, and also, guys, we're soon enough. I'm not going to say who, but we'll be bringing on some special guests very soon. Yeah, we might bring on some special guests next episode to help us out. To help us out with this one. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna bring on. Yeah, we're gonna bring on some people, man. Um, you know, I got. Um, I already got. Um. I I, I want to shout it I, I want to shout it out real quick, but um, James and DB, you know, they said like, you know put them, you know you know they'll hop on, you know. Uh, hey man, uh, love them boys, man. If y'all if y'all did not know, I'm also a part of a podcast with those two people I just mentioned, um, without boundaries, and you know Jr. right here, he was all you know he was a special guest on one of our episodes. So make sure y'all go make sure y'all go check that out. Check oh yeah, out. go run them boys. Yeah, up, you know yeah, they doing great things over there. Hopefully, yeah. I get, hopefully, y'all never know. I might make another appearance. Yeah, 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 hey, yeah, y'all be on the lookout for that, man. We just we just did a recording and we just dropped a new episode about black women as well. Um, and y'all just have to check that one out. You know, it's definitely it's definitely worthwhile. Um, we yeah, it's it's amazing, and I love to be able to be a part of this podcast along with being a part of Without Boundaries. And it's it's just fun, you know, being able to talk about everything I love from sports to social issues and just everything in the world. It's it's really fun to be black, you know, young black men um, having the voices that we can, you know, speaking our voices about sports, you know, the way we the way me and the way J.I.B. and I do. It's fun being able to talk about political and social issues. It's it's fun being able to speak my mind and not feel like I'm going to be crucified for it, you know. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Oh, like so, you said, I ain't got nothing left. Yeah, you got anything? No, I'm good, man. We don't ran it up, boy. Uh, we don't ran it up one of the night out there. Oh, yeah. no, me, hey, look, we, hey, look, an hour forty. Hey, look, man, we don't be attending these be long, but we just get to talking, <laughs> and that's it. Y'all know how to be. 
Yeah, we hope you. Yeah, we hope you guys enjoy. Um, yeah, let us let us know what we need to know. What I'm saying we need to cut them out. Y'all want to hear more or what? what yeah, y'all need? Right. yeah, yeah, what yeah, y'all yeah. Need? Right, yeah. Let us know. You know, if y'all want, if y'all want shorter times, if y'all want longer time, what y'all want us to talk about? You know, just give us feedback on everything. Everything. Oh, yeah. We you know, we appreciate it all, good and bad. Oh yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I guess you know what I'm saying it's out for me. Yes, that's out for me too. All right, peace, love, and hair, peace, y'all. All right, y'all be easy. Appreciate it.